The US debt ceiling will be the main topic and the issue of the week. And looking at the chart, we can see that there is tons of support below, very little resistance above. Relative strength index turning up from a low point in the long term chart. Everything indicates a possible rally this week at Nasdaq and in the US markets. All will come down to the debt ceiling and of course the things we cannot control except of, uh, from this there will be tons of court results coming this week and a few other um, economic indicators you are listening to trading tips with jim and we are heading into week 19 of 2023 last week i predicted that it would be a volatile week ending red but nasdaq made it for a slight green up 0.07% and it was Friday and Apple numbers bringing the Nasdaq up in the green. Before that the market was down more than 2% but one good day made for all of it. But as you know most of the stock fell while well, a few of the major tech stocks had a good week week over week. One of the stocks that did uh, somewhat good was uh, Nevida. And as you know, in last week I told you I would try to get Nevida at a good buying point early uh, on the Monday. And ride it through the week as everything was indicating that Nevida should go upwards. And Nevida went upwards and looking even better for the week ahead of us. But there is tons and tons of things happening uh, during the week. We will... Uh, have a quick look at the charts we'll look at some signals before getting to some of the stock tips during the week there will be as i said uh, a lot of quarter results and they are coming in on the lower end and if you look at uh, what warren buffett says he has been selling billions worth uh, of u.s stocks lately even a part of his uh, chevron holdings he expects many of his companies in his portfolio to give uh, less revenue and profit in the forthcoming quarters. And looking at uh, Dow Jones, uh, Nasdaq was slightly up driven by Apple, but Dow Jones actually fell by 1.24% last week to 33,674 points. How uh, will this continue? What are the typical things uh, when market get into a rally? Well, the first thing that will happen is some of the media uh, medium stocks will move the fastest and uh, during this week there will be tons of these sorts of stock coming with quarter results tyson will come uh, today lucid paypal and palantir will also be today and it just continues during the week with the uh, different we have uh, rivian uh, coming up uh, on tuesday i believe it is and beyond meat for those uh, who wonder how artificial meat is doing. So Beyond Meat will be on Wednesday. Robinhood Trading Desk, Disney, Wendy's also coming on Wednesday. But as you see, these are not some of the real major heavyweighters. Many of these stocks should uh, have uh, a rally. I think I saw DraftKing uh, coming in on Friday. And if you look at the chart, uh, you will know that, uh, or the results, you will know that DraftKing had a very nice Friday, closing Friday. Everything indicating, by the way, that it should continue upwards during the trading day today. 
So these uh, companies, many of these companies should, if we head into a week uh, where the debt ceiling is lifted without too many issues, can prove for a strong rally, and especially in many of the stocks which I mentioned. Oil uh, been uh, hammered uh, lately. It was on a strong upturn. Uh, OPEC plus cutting production, and then everything was looking good. And then some more numbers came in, indicating that we are heading for a recession. And again, the oil was brought down. The correlation is like such. If the world is heading for worse economy, there will less consumption of oil, and that brings the oil price down. And the opposite. So what will happen if the debt ceiling is lifted and everything uh, indicate that we will head for a strong uh, market again? You should expect also oil to go up. During week, uh, week over week, since last week, oil fell $4 to 72 but was traded down at 67 I used the chance to pick up a few oil stocks uh, being that low and hope maybe you did the same because there is no reason oil should be so low. We know we are heading for a much worse economy, uh, but war is also prepping up everywhere. This, along with cut in the oil production, indicates that oil should be on an upturn. And if you're lucky, everything blows away, economy uh, remains strong. Last week's job numbers in UK, uh, United States was much stronger than the market expected. Of course, some will argue. Look at what they did with the January, uh, sorry, the February and the March number, uh, adjusting down the numbers. So, how much can we trust these numbers? But there are signs that the market still is strong. And what if everything blows over? We get back to a, a normal world, normal economy. Then oil again should just push harder. So, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, only oil. Still Still is a nice place to be. Gold, uh, which we also follow, I told you uh, for more than, I think it will be close to two years now, that uh, gold uh, is a place where you want to be. I personally invested into gold, both physical gold and gold stocks. Barrick Gold being the gold stocks, by the way. Now, uh, gold uh, had a good week last week, up $30 to uh, $2,029. It was touching all-time high. Everything indicates that gold should also continue to push up. If the markets go up, you can expect gold to push a little down. Uh, and especially if some of these um, core inflation numbers uh, come in on the lower end, you can expect gold again to push a little down. But the general tendency and trend is for gold upwards. The target remains still the same. 2,500 is the target for gold. I think we will have there is just this timing issue. Have I been able to make money out of the gold prediction? When I first started to tell you to buy gold, gold was at 1,600. Uh, so yes, indeed, it has been a good upturn, but more uh, than anything, I've been using gold as a hedge. What if markets have a total collapse? This may happen. Why do Buffett sell off so many shares? Uh, why do so many experts say that we're heading for a really, really uh, strong economy, uh, downturn in the economy? And that even the stock market may face a brutal fall. You also heard me argue over this for a long time. Uh, I have my personal targets for uh, Nasdaq. I think Nasdaq will have to go down to 8,000 before we find a finally bottom. That doesn't look very likely uh, as is. 
Um, and my latest prediction was that the final bottom uh, will be reached by May 27. How likely these things are uh, remains to see. What what I just said in the opening of the podcast is that if you look at the chart, everything is uh, brewing for an upturn this week. What I really like especially much is that strong, strong support below. Nasdaq been trading up and down between 10,500 and 12,000 now for months upon months, building up huge uh, portion of accumulated support below. Little resistance up to 13,000 mean that just a small thing can fire up a mini rally and everything indicates it might happen this week. But I also know when we are at this situation, it just takes a small thing to bring us into the real red. If you are not sure, like I have been for a very long time, I told you that I believe the market should go down, started more than two years ago, saying that, okay, we will ride the COVID rally, and when we hit 16,000 on Nasdaq, I started to uh, off-lift my shares, uh, because we were heading for a fall, and finally we started to fall somewhere above 16,000 markets started to fall. Uh, And uh, at this time, I also started uh, getting into gold as I told you to hedge so if uh, things go really south uh, the gold will hedge up uh, I will not be in that dreadful fall because I do know that many of you only have a few shares a small holding uh, and you are riding the the ups and the downs in the market and especially Nasdaq's up and down if you have a little size of your portfolio, you should invest, uh, think and invest a little differently. Having a portion of your portfolio in somewhere safe positions to hedge for bad times. And you can gear up like I do when I think market is starting to look really attractive. I just increase the percentage uh, uh, of my money, which is invested into stocks uh, etc i see crypto is running up and down uh, a bit has been doing for a little while i think that meme pepper coin uh, is on the air but you shouldn't be fooled by all of this i got a question for a user do i think crypto has a strong potential like i've been saying uh, for some time i have crypto a small part uh, into crypto uh, I used the chance when uh, it was falling quite much to buy up. Currently, I'm sitting just in a slight profit uh, of the uh, crypto trades. But we will see where it will end. Right now, things are looking better for crypto than it was just a few months ago. And the thing is, if things turn, crypto will suddenly just take off and it will jump instantly very high. It will be the same thing. We saw uh, Bitcoin move very, very fast from 17,000, I believe it was, up to 30,000, doubling your money. I used the chance to buy a few uh, Bitcoins down at 20,000, for instance. I bought a 30, 20, sitting uh, at an average. Currently, it's trading somewhere around 28,000, if I am not mistaken. So, you know, uh, a lot of court results uh, is coming this week. How can you trade these stocks? Again, I will recommend you to use our page stockinvest.us. Go to your ticker. There you will see uh, how did the stock do before, under and after court results. 
it can give you it's not always correct it can give you an idea and of course use any other stores uh, that you have some stocks tend to do the same either go up just before quarter results and then get hammered on the quarter results day uh, an um, example i uh, saw last week um, i believe uh, gold uh, barrack gold maybe was it had very good uh, quarter results indeed stock didn't move much uh, after anyway uh, this is how you can trade stocks uh, because i know many of you want to know what sorts of stocks should i trade uh, trying to make some green in my portfolio you can trade uh, the quarter results it's a very risky strategy because usually usually they move uh, a lot uh, during that exact period a few days before uh, during and after quarter results you just have to hit uh, correctly and in order to hit correctly you have to do that slow thing of reading a little bit about quarter results what did they say in last quarter uh, for the expectation for this quarter how much have they gained or lost since last time is there a potential after oxy uh, petroleum will be on uh, tomorrow i think i'm not sure if it's for before or after market you can check that yourself but i believe you can see some reactions into occidental uh, even today for sure tomorrow the other thing which i've been repeating now uh, i feel tons of repeating but um, in a market like we have been and are uh, still in i would go for low relative strength index solid stocks is such an easy indicator to use uh, anyone you don't have to have uh, any technical background or anything you will uh, understand it instantly relative strength index how it works um, find stocks uh, at stockinvest.us we have tons of lists uh, showing these things so you can go there and uh, it will generate a list for you and you can look at the stocks but remember to use liquid stocks do not mess around with illiquid stocks stocks that have low on the relative strength index in a few minutes i will show you the nasdaq chart for those of you who watch the video format for the rest of you i will try to explain what we see so uh there you will see that Nasdaq is at the lower end of the relative strength index and usually, usually then you will have an upturn. It's the, maybe the easiest of all of the indicators to use as a momentum indicator. Uh, and easy, easy, easy to use. Uh, and uh, some of your trades will go uh, the wrong way. Uh, but overall, it will uh, most likely give you a better hand when trying to pick stocks just buying a stock because it's moving is seldom good if you do that kind of trade many people do that they just try to jump on the uh, the hype then you have to for sure use volume uh, see where the stock is at is it peaking out at the volume is it in the early phase of the volume is there still potential for more momentum more upturn I like uh, to mention our signals, buy and sell signals at Stock Invest. We analyze more than 38,000 tickets in total, I think. So 26, between 26 and 28,000 of them qualifies for signal giving. Looking at this, can we often give an indication where we are? And uh, if you are 
a regular follower you know that uh, when they have been very low and i say that this is a typical buying opportunity or if these signals been very high i sell it's a typical sell signals and you have seen or heard for yourself uh, me mention these numbers and we have seen in more or less all cases the market react just like it's supposed to do afterwards currently around uh, all the stocks that we analyze some 20 plus markets 30% are giving buy signals. We are not high, we are not low, we are somewhere in balance. If we go to Nasdaq, only 25% of the companies uh, is giving buy signals. This is not very low indeed, it's almost in balance, but it's on the, uh, I would say, the lower end. Here comes the twist when it's a, a number like this. You can have a situation because we know that most of the stocks are negative. Yes, Nasdaq finished in a slight plus last week, but the major of the stocks were, like in the previous week, falling. And you probably know because you have a portfolio of Nasdaq stocks, so you know that your stocks struggled. Some of them had a lift on Friday, but in general they were struggling during the week and last week. Uh, while uh, Nasdaq been doing somewhat okay but driven by some of the absolutely major companies um, in the index. At the same time, uh, as I said, it can fall, it can brew for that lower part. It shows that there is a sort of negativism uh, in the market. But if we are, like the chart will show, at the lower end, we get a somewhat okay deal around the debt ceiling, market take it very positive, this number uh, give you a huge upside uh, because we will not get into overbought territory before we are hitting the high 30s, 40s. That's where we'll start to get into the place where we assume that there is too many buy signals. Market will soon have a cool down. So plenty upside uh, on Nasdaq. Same thing on New York Stock Exchange, 25% buy signals. London 27, while well, Tokyo is high at 43. Shenzhen, China is down at 20. Those remember China was very, very high. And as I said, they will have to take a brutal fall. They did, and for weeks and weeks, been on the lower end. We'll quickly uh, jump uh, to the chart uh, and see uh, how the chart uh, looks like. I promised you uh, slightly change the format of, of the podcast uh, and uh, we will. The podcast is slightly coming to an end. As I said, we are uh, this format of the podcast slightly moving over to two different things. There's mainly two things I like to change. First off, I like to be a little bit more uh, personal. Uh, the other thing uh, I like to do is also start up the new um, portfolio. Doing what I did so long time ago when I first started trading back in 96, I had just uh, a few hundred dollars and uh, started uh, with a little risk investment. I think, as I said, and I argued for now in almost 20 minutes, markets looks like they can have a huge upturn. Uh, and I believe we soon are there where it is typical to go uh, uh, with a little high risk. And if I'm able to do anything like I did back in 96, uh, get back to that strong success rate, which I had then using one very simple technique. We'll get back to the technique in later podcasts. Uh, uh, hopefully 
I can uh, show you uh, a new journey and we can make or I can make some strong gains. You will have to decide yourself as you always should always decide your trades. Don't let me or anyone else uh, pick the stocks for you. Use it purely as advices. It is uh, opinions. It's an advice based on some experience. Sometimes it will be wrong for sure. Uh, and I've been wrong uh, many times and right uh, many times. The portfolio uh, which we currently are running is in hefty green, uh, but there is no guarantee that it will continue to be in green. Make up your own mind, learned, uh, learn as you go, learn technical indicators, learn how to read news, occupy yourself more around your investment decisions. It can only benefit you. Uh, so, yes, uh, I will do this, uh, these two things, uh, uh, restart that portfolio and as I said, I think maybe the bottom will be at the end of May. So somewhere in the very beginning of the summer, I want to start up that mini portfolio. Last time I did that was 96 first getting into trading, having $450 and that made for a strong, strong success. Should it be 450, should it be uh, 1,000, should it be 10,000, should it be 100,000, uh, we will look where we'll start. I want to create a portfolio which most of you can relate to in size and scope, but we will get back to that in later podcasts. Being personal is just uh, because uh, I want to... Uh, make you understand that it's very, very important uh, as I've been keep nagging and nagging about having a solid base uh, because trading is such a volatile uh, ride, investment and trading, you will be up sky high some days and rock bottom so many other days. And if you look at it, it will correlate with how the stock markets move. And usually because there is a delay between these two phases where things go up and they go down, uh, you will be stuck in a pattern where it's very, very easy to lose money because you do bad decisions. So the better anchor you have into solid things outside trading, the better it is. So either if it's going to the movie, you have to do something which gives you some pleasure, some basis, some solidity. The other thing is, of course, reducing your risk. Do not play with money. You cannot lose. That will make you sleep much, much better. And when you are not trying every time to get back your previous losses, your decision making will be so much better. So being personal is just, uh, it's not I'm going to tell you my life story. Uh, some of it is interesting, some of it is very boring, like in all lives. I have been uh, in uh, Afghanistan, I've been in Lebanon, I've been in Kosovo, I've been doing mind bomb defusal, uh, so I have a history alongside trading, of course. But uh, the things I've been sharing lately is more uh, me doing metal detecting. It's a hobby which um, energized me a lot. I like to go to the gym as well, but uh, hunting for coins. And there are so many similarities uh, in metal detecting with stock market. You have to find the good fields. And the good fields is uh, either the sector in the stock market. Uh, 
So you have to find a good field to increase your chances for success. So tons of similarities. Last week, I found uh, many, many coins, uh, but really nothing very, very special. Uh, 1829, I think, was the oldest one, but it doesn't have any real value. Some nice uh, seals, lead seals, and uh, a few other items. Silver coin uh, was there. Uh, as well, but none of them having uh, some real value. The most valuable pieces I found was actually some pieces of a old Jewish stamp. Could be from a book, a book press or something, but it was broken in pieces. Still highly collectible. History is something many people like. And for those who can read, they can read what it says uh, on the backside, I'm not at that thing. So what I will do, I will clean up the object using uh, ultrasonic uh, sound, as good as I can. Put them in my treasure box, keeps me happy for rainy days. But enough about uh, personal stuff. Let's get back uh, to trading, finish this podcast with the charts uh, of Nasdaq. Uh, and of course what I've been trading and where I put my money lately. In front of me uh, and on the screen for those watching uh, the YouTube version, uh, I believe it also is a video in Spotify uh, as well. You will see the long-term chart of Nasta moving totally horizontal up and down, up and down. Such a boring uh, movement. There have been a few good trading opportunities. These trading opportunities have been when the relative strength index been in the oversold territory, uh, mainly, uh, and when they've been in the overbought uh, territory, when they are simply too high, uh, giving that obvious selling point where you should go out. Right now, uh, relative in the strength index turned at 43 in the long-term chart. That is not very low, so it's not like super classic, but what I want you to pay attention to is below uh, on the right side uh, of the price line, you will see a strong uh, gray bar. Uh, and this bar is more or less totally gray. It's all the accumulated trades below. It's just a ton, like a massive wall of trades. Has to be extremely drastic news for this to be broken very fast down. Uh, it can hammer day by day if the market gets very negative. It can hammer its way through the support for sure. But look at the upside. It's way less distances between the bars. All the way up to about 13,000. It just needs to knock up to 12,500. And then it should just uh, stumble day by day upwards to 13,000 and even 13,500. Hardly no resistance at all. Buy signals from the long-term moving average crossing the short-term moving average buy signals from the long-term moving average at all. When it crosses, it is called a golden cross. Don't confuse it with the star. The star is special made by me, needs more conditions than this. I think Apple or Microsoft had a golden star. You can go and look at the chart and you will see what the golden star is a different thing. It needs a better condition than this. But this is what everyone refers to as golden cross. Short-term uh, uh, moving average uh, is giving buy and sell depending on its very, very short term. Looking at uh, three-month chart, uh, we can clearly see that there is no uh, real resistance above. Good support below uh, and more or less similar uh, 
to the long-term chart. So this chart says that there is resistance where we are now, but it just needs a little push. And I think that ceiling, lifting the debt ceiling, can be the push that the traders are waiting for. It can be a soccer rally, of course, just bring us up before it will be a hellstorm downwards, but we will get there uh, later uh, if and when it happens. Before rounding up the chart, heading to the stocks, let's have a quick look at Bollinger Band. So what is Bollinger Band? It's an amazing uh, tool, if you ask me, and it's uh, stockmas.us. We made it easy for you to understand the color green and red when there is a buy and selling opportunity. The best thing about Bollinger Band is that you can have something called a squeeze. It is when the Bollinger Band gets very, very narrow. Usually then you will have a breakout either up and down and Nasdaq is getting closer into that squeeze. Now we will see, will it break up? Uh, give a strong buy signal also from bowling it. Usually uh, I always end that part uh, of the section uh, with uh, concluding will it be a green or a red week. Last week I told you I thought it would be a red week but Nasdaq was saved by Apple on Friday ending slightly green, 0.07% for Nasdaq. Dow Jones fell, so Dow Jones fell more than 1.2%. As I say, it can go both ways. It will be again a volatile week. I have a feeling that we might end up in a mineral bringing Nasdaq up uh, anywhere between 3 and 5% during the week. Uh, it's such a good chance for that to happen but it will be volatile. How can you play it? Well, I will tell you how I will play it. You will have to make up your mind. From previous, now, if you're a new listener uh, to the podcast, I have several portfolios, uh, strong oil portfolio, uh, which I had for a long time, including Norwegian stocks like uh, PGS, which I got back at 130, currently around 750, uh, and a few other stocks uh, and different uh, other portfolios but in this trading podcast series I have one that we follow and been following very long I give you all the numbers uh, tell you exactly how it's moving last year uh, I uh, went back into a small company called Sumerican uh, because I've been trading Sumerican many many times and done it very successfully taken many I told you it would be a risky trade the one trade that we will do without any stop loss because it's such a penny shit stock in general moving what really uh, what i really like is that they have so much money in the bank but they've been sl slowly moving S still we are sitting in a loss uh, uh, and now it, they will soon have good results let's see if it moves this time but that stock uh, stays uh, and will stay for a long time I will watch the quarter results, see how they are spending their money, because last time they had at least 1.8 um, billion in, uh, in uh, capital. Uh, so they had plenty, plenty uh, of money to spend. And they've been buying up uh, a few companies. Trading at some 0.21 or something like that is a stock most people can afford, but don't confuse these things about 0.21 or $178 because uh, many places you can buy a fraction of a share. 
uh, and there is nothing saying that a stock at 021 is cheap a stock at 178 is expensive if you have that idea then you look at stocks in the wrong absolutely wrong uh, way market decides what is cheap and what is expensive you should use other indicators what we do know is that uh, when stocks get too high they get slower to move that is the reason why many do a, a split a reverse split like uh, tesla uh, been doing splitting the stocks uh, a few times getting down to uh, the levels where they are now because when you are about 2000 it gets harder and harder to trade but some brokers offer fractional trades now so so medical will still uh, still stay there do i think it's a good uh, trade yes i think it's highly risky so you should consider yourself deeply before doing it then in week seven we went into uh, northrop at 468 dollars hasn't paid off uh, yet uh, because currently down 4.71 percent in the profit being up and down being in profit then a little bit down but as i told you back then and as i will keep they profit from the war and war is just popping up everywhere uh, you cannot read a single news without reading about countries increasing their defense budgets etc uh, etc et all this material has to come from somewhere while uh, talking about that commodities raw material i think that you will see an upswing also in the raw material they're scraping the markets for all the steel they can uh, and everything related to war industry building tanks building all sorts of weapons chevron uh, was the other trade back then i told you i think markets will be very shaky i don't want to uh, sleep bad i want to have a portfolio that can handle some ups and downs so uh, chevron was the buy that we went into week nine 462 dollars currently trading at 160 was up at 170 plus uh, dollars but was taken by the old fall last week uh, bringing it down under 160 oil is on the way up so i think it will be back to green next week do i think chevron is a good buy yes i think it's a solid buy it's not where you will make tons of money but it can be a good hedge like a, a part of your safe portfolio so we had three stocks, uh, Sumerica, Northrop, Chevron, uh, and last week I told you I would try to buy Nvidia because everything looks good uh, for Nvidia. It was time to add a little to portfolio. So I got into Nvidia as well. Bought it Monday at 279.20. It was that 278 low, ending the week at 286.80, giving 2.72%, almost 3% profit for Nvidia last week. Everything in the chart indicates that Nvidia should continue upwards. Currently, I like my portfolio. It's, it's a little bit slow uh, because if we get into the rally, which I'm speaking of, uh, Chevron, Northrop will not be the main runners for sure. Uh, Nivida might have some opportunities there and Sumerica should have some opportunities. But it's a balance I like. I told you uh, we are on the brink of something. doesn't mean that it will happen. And if it doesn't happen, my portfolio should handle it somewhat okay or not get into major major losses then something has to happen as i see markets getting better better we change to more and more higher risk 35 minutes that was the podcast for week 19 next week will be week 20 i will be back and hopefully i am right that we will have a good week at nasdaq um, 
and for sure i hope that you will have a good green week i hope you will do some interesting things i will have the chance to do a little bit more metal detecting during the week i hope to do some nice finds i hope to do some good greens in the portfolio as we are getting closer to the restart uh, of the trading tip portfolio till next week just have a super duper week and we will speak bye Welcome to StockInvest.us Stock Analysis. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions.